Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, August 9th, 2020. What's happening? How are you? My name is Quinn. This is my show. And uh, you're looking at it. Hello to YouTube. Uh, doing a little video stream action here just off the computer. So apologies if the audio is only average. I know you're saying, Quinn, you got the fancy camera from friend of the podcast, Matt Fiedler. It's right over there. It's just, I, I like to use it when I go bird watching, uh, which hasn't happened yet. But when it when I do, it will be great to have. Um, we're coming to you live on uh, a hot Sunday. This is this is the thing. The lately it's been pretty mild in Chicago, but it waits until the weekends to be the hottest, which is like I don't know. I would rather I guess if we're gonna have hot days, I'd rather just have one or two in the week rather than having the week be hot and have five or six days. But it does get a little toasty in here during the day. Today's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna go uh go out for my walk here after we finish up recording this and then uh by the time i get back at like 2 or 3 p.m it will be mm, toasty so we get all the get all the fans going and uh we will get the tower fan going over off to my left here you can't see it but that baby's got some high powered action and uh yeah it's some ice water got the jack links junior Feed your wild side cup here, courtesy of Uncle Andy. Mmm. Tasty. And yeah, we're coming in without much of a plan. It's been a little while since uh, checked in on you, because we did our, uh, we recorded our last podcast on the Thursday of the week prior, so it's it's been 10 days already since I last checked in on you. In that time, I went to Indianapolis for a wedding congratulations to a friend of the podcast he's been on multiple times hunter bolin it's our fantasy football expert um hunter got married to his lovely wife Paige, out there in indiana and uh rachel and i drove drove down there on saturday morning woke up last saturday morning and got um got a half marathon in and then grabbed the uh the rental car in case you're wondering, I'm wearing boxers. Okay? Don't freak out for those of you on the video stream. It's going to be okay. It's hot. You guys are lucky that I put on a shirt for you, okay? Um, went down there Saturday and uh, got to our Best Western. Got a killer, killer deal. I'm always looking for the deals, okay? I'm like Trump. No one, makes, no one has made more deals for anyone else in this country than me. You know what I see, and I, I, I don't get political on this podcast um, too frequently, but one thing that I always see um, Trump and conservatives across the board touting, touting, T-O-U-T-I-N-G, is the criminal justice reform um, that they've accomplished under Trump's first term, three and a half years. And I, I'm going to be honest, I'm just completely like, not uh, part of that political scene. I, I don't know what has been passed, what action has actually been taken, what the pros and cons are, ramifications. Like, I'm just out of it. So I would love for someone to explain to me in as 
most neutral way possible, like what exactly, what legislation he's done. Um, Because I don't recall hearing anything about it. And then you see him touting, you know, criminal justice reform. Done more for the blacks than any president in history except maybe Abraham Lincoln. Um, That and the, uh, the economy, like... The thing with the economy, though, is, like, who gives a crap if where your numbers are if they're, like, it's not if it's not working for middle-class people, working-class people, like, what is that? Like, who cares what economy numbers are? Anyways, uh, but how did I – oh, great deal on a Best Western. Yeah, and I'll mention listener discretion is advised when you're uh, listening to the Beantown Podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two – show is objectively terrible and apologies for coming in today without a script or a game plan so today's one of those days where i'm really just like trying to knock it out of the way you know i guess i've had more things happen to me since the last show than usual under the last five months of these uh quarantine shows but it still just feels a little empty you know so we get we get to our hotel and uh you know freshening up Watching the Blackhawks game, game one versus Edmonton. They have now won that playoff series, their first playoff series win since they won the Stanley Cup in 2015. So that's pretty exciting. Big upset. Not too often you get 12 seeds in sports, um, unless it's March Madness. 12 over the five. It's a classic upset. Tale as old as time. Uh, but went to the wedding. It was very lovely. Did our best, social distancing, mask wearing, all that jazz. Sunday, we woke up, we were lazy. We woke up and turned on this crazy movie, The Art of Racing in the Rain. Wow. I thought it was Hugh Jackman at first. It's uh, Milo Ventimiglia, however you say his name, who I don't really know. Like, you know if you see his face, but then you're like, well, what has he actually done or acted in? I'm like, I don't know. But the wild thing about this movie is that Kevin Costner is the voice of the dog, which, like, was an interesting choice. It makes sense when the dog's older, Enzo. But, you know, at the beginning of this movie where this dog is, you know, relatively young as, you know, unless it's Benjamin Button, that's usually how time works. To have Kevin Costner, you know, kind of, Kind of like Harrison Ford, you know, as he's gotten older, he's gotten a lot more, like, grizzled in his voice. Gravelry. Gravelry. Rhymes with cavalry. Um, so that, that, that choice didn't really work for me. But we didn't watch the whole movie. Just spoiler alert and Amanda Seyfried. Not going to make it. Just like in Mamma Mia, which I didn't see. So don't spoil that for me. Um, but yeah, then we, uh, we got some brunch. I had the most like <laughs> small town Indiana thing you could imagine for, for breakfast on Sunday morning. It was, I don't even remember exactly what it was called, but basically a tater tot casserole, which was my nickname in college. Um, it's just like tater tots and gravy and bacon bits, I think, or sausage. I don't remember what. And toast, okay? So in case you're wondering, well, Quinn, where are you getting your carbs from? Hang on, there's toast. And Rachel got this iced coffee. 
and asked for no sugar. This is actually a theme. Asked for no sugar. They gave her sugar. It tasted like one of those, you know, those glass bottles, Starbucks things you see at like the grocery store checkout line, and they're like two fifty, and it's ridiculous. It was like one of those, which is basically just a milkshake melted down, um, but with an extra Splenda packet thrown in. It was. I took one sip, and I was just like, felt like I was seeing hallucinations and stuff um but the reason i say it's a theme yesterday i i I had some free time in the middle of the day and i went out to the lake and uh, stopped at the duncan on morse and i get my uh my white boy bougie large iced coffee for two dollars between two and six p.m and uh, I never, I same same exact order every single time. You know, once once or twice a week, I'll do it. Large iced coffee, cream, no sugar. Very straightforward. Well, this large iced coffee was cream and sugar, and from what it tasted like, extra sugar. Because when I finally got to the to the you know green space along the lake to sit down and start working through my coffee, I was seeing hallucinations again. It's just so much like. There's there seems to be no line with the iced coffee at least between not no sugar at all and all the sugar in the world. It's either tastes like normal coffee with some cream, which is what I prefer, or it's like you just bought a milkshake at McDonald's and melted it down and it was coffee flavored. Like those are the only two options. Which I don't really understand why. Because it's so sugary. It's not even enjoyable. Like, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy sugary things from time to time. Even like a soda, which I, I think I, you know, maybe have two sodas a year on average. Rarely am I in the mood. Rarely am I like, man, I could really go for a soda right now. But even when I do have it, I'm like, yeah, this is good. I like this. Granted, I'm not having Mountain Dew, which is just like so much. You know, I have like a Coke or something, something that's got a little bite. Um, but the the sugar in the coffee, at least the way Duncan does it, Yamahama, it is too much. Um, so Rachel had that on on Sunday morning, and then we uh, we went to Notre Dame. Rachel had never seen that before, and it's kind of tough. You know, there's only so much you can like show because every campus is closed more or less so you just kind of drive around then we went up to the beach in uh, new buffalo michigan or uh, indiana new buffalo's in indiana i think no new buffalo's in michigan michigan city's in indiana it's very confusing and buffalo new york is in new york we need some more original names uh, i think is my point here but um we uh we walked kind of around the beach and, uh, you know, put our feet in uh, Lake Michigan, which was exciting. It was kind of chilly, colder than it is in Chicago. Um, and then we worked our way back the rest of the day, Sunday. Stopped. Got to give a plug to Papa's Donuts. I think that's what it's called. Papa's Mini Donuts, something like that. Yeah. So we were... Um, we had we were leaving the beach, and it's like three o'clock in the afternoon, and we had had brunch, you know, four hours earlier, 
and we're now looking, you know, like what are dinner options? We both really like cheese curds. Like, how do we want to do this? We don't, you know, don't don't need a full dinner. Just get something to kind of snack on. If it's unhealthy enough, then you won't even feel compelled to have a real dinner. So I let Rachel <laughs> pick where we want to go. And Papa's Donuts in Lowell, Indiana, which is just like straight south of uh, like Gary, about 45 minutes. So a little over an hour from Chicago. Basically just straight south of Chicago, right on the Illinois line, um, you know, like next to Calumet, basically. And so we we show up. It's like 5 p.m. on a Sunday. And the, you're getting closer and closer. And it's one of those things where as you're getting closer, you realize, like, you're not – this isn't civilization. Like, there's not a town here. We're just driving on backcountry roads through cornfields on the Indiana-Illinois state line. It's like, what are we getting ourselves into? And it's kind of starting to rain, and it's just like, what? where are we going? What is this place? And we, uh, we get to the address, and it's just this person's house, and there's a, a, a food truck parked out in the driveway, and lo and behold, it's Papa's, I think it's called Papa's Donuts, Papa's Mini Donuts, something like that. And... Uh, yeah, we hop out of the car, cash only, and they've got their menu there, and it's pa- presumably Papa. Papa, presumably, an older gentleman, maybe, you know, around 70 or so, um, long hair, kind of kind of got like a Guy Penrod thing going on, if uh, any of my Southern Gospel fans are watching this. If you don't know Guy Penrod, got to go listen to some of his stuff. The voice of an angel. Um, and then what I would assume was his daughter, who, you know, probably around 40, average-looking white woman, and then presumably her son. So we got three generations of Papas going. I didn't know if if Papa was the last name or if Papa was the colloquial term for the older gentleman who I assume owns the truck. If it if it was the his last name, then he would be Papa Papa, which would be pretty cool. Papa John's got nothing on Papa Papa, um, but we just walk up and we got the menu there, and we're eyeing it over, and they got a they got a solid menu, uh, solid size menu for this uh, operation they got running. You know, basically fair food. We're talking corn dogs, brats, cheese curds, which we got, mini donuts, which we got. <laughs> The young gentleman at the end who looked to be maybe 11 or 12 who was putting the finishing touches on our mini donuts. <laughs> He's got this this little bag of them. And the amount of like sugar, cinnamon sugar combo that he dumped in there at the end was just like, speaking of the iced coffee, man, Duncan, this kid needs to get in the Duncan Donuts iced coffee training program stat because he knows how to sugar up a product um and when we got to the end of the bag there was just like these gigantic clumps of cinnamon sugar like an un- inordinate amount inordinate i-n-o-r-d-i-n-a-t-e and so yeah we drove back from lowell indiana back home 
munching on cheese curds and mini donuts from Papa's Donuts. You got to go check it out. The best part about this was the advertised hours on Google Maps. And I, I think according to their Facebook page, they cut them down a little bit. But I think they're like original hours pre-COVID. They had some days that were wild. like So Monday and Tuesday, I think they're closed. But on like Saturday and Sunday, they advertised on Google Maps themselves to be open from like 9, 8 a.m. to like 11.30 p.m., which is a lot for a small family-run operation to be open. <laughs> I don't know if they were ever actually open till 11.30 p.m. or what, what the deal is, but I can't imagine Papa sitting out there in the truck till 11.30 p.m. on this you know, dinky little country road waiting to see if people are going to come like that's that's crazy to me i think their hours have been condensed a little bit um due to recent conditions but five stars you know those cheese curds were damn good the donuts were not bad either very sugary unnecessary unnecessarily sugary just like the coffee a lot of sugar lately um but very good so tip of my hat to papa and Co. Papa and Co. Maybe it should be Papa and Co. Mini Donuts. But yeah, we got back uh, Sunday and just been working, you know? Working and twerking. Just like my dance moves at the wedding. Um, yeah. Papa's Donuts. Go check them out. Hour drive from Chicago. Totally worth it. Um, let's read some ads here. We'll keep this episode relatively short, only because I want to do other things. Uh, Home Pride, Oregon. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with services including things like heating and cooling roofing plumbing and so much more if you're tired of big real estates is that right nope jumped the gun home pride oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified put the and in all caps so i know to emphasize it so you know you're getting the good stuff here we go if you're big if you're tired of big real estates angle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe certified home inspector that you can trust you gotta call steve Write this down, 541-410-0316, or you can visit HomePrideOregon.com. Again, 541-410-0316, or you can just log in to HomePrideOregon.com. Home Pride Oregon Inspection Perfection. I want to give a shout-out to the Samson Q2U series. It's crisp, clear audio quality. It sounds good. Whether you're reading from the book of Galatians or... Ephesians or Joel. What do you think goes on in the book of Joel? You know, Job, as far as J Old Testament books go, Job really steals the headlines, and then Jeremiah's kind of there too. People are sleeping on Joel. Or maybe it's like Joel Anthony. Wasn't he a basketball player or something? For the heat, maybe, Joel. Um, speaking of Bibles, though, man, I was uh, I was pulling double duty. 
got hair all over the place. I was pulling double duty this morning, watching um, two sermons at once, and I was I was getting real holy with it. Um, we had the Rock Church sermon going, Senior Pastor Jared Katke, and we had the. Only thing I want to say about that, not about the, the sermon. The music at Rock Church has really gone downhill, okay? So they bring in, uh, Marty Pierce comes back. And all, the, all my Rock Church listeners are going to, you know, who've been around the church for 30 years will know, you know, all of what I'm saying here. For those of you who've never attended a Rock Church service, bear with me. Um, but... You know, when I was when I was a kid growing up at Rock Church, and you know, the worship we, we was bumping and pumping. You get a little Amy Beaver action going. You know, you get uh, Kevin Dennis singing backup vocals. Mister Berger playing a little, uh, you know, sweet like Uncle Mark style electric guitar. You got uh, Dennis Catkey just on the bass, some hot drums, some bongo action. On Easter, there'd be horn sections. And now I tune in today and it's like, people talk about sleepy Joe Biden, talk about sleepy rock church worship. They got Marty Pierce just like on the keys doing lead vocals, which I'm not judging anyone's musical talents or abilities, whatever. Good for you for being out there, for leading the congregation in worship. He's, he, he's not a great musician. Like, I don't know how that's his, because he's like a worship pastor. Like, that's his job. I don't, I don't understand how you make a career out of it. There are some professions where you can make a career out of something and be bad at it, right? There are some professions where it's easy to slip through the cracks. There are others like being a worship pastor where it's like, how? How did this come to be? Um, But all the songs are just like 40 beats per minute, not exciting, just where? what happened to the passion, you know? What happened to the, like, Ron Cannoli-type songs? Now it's just new age, sleepy, not exciting at all. Um, but speaking of being bad at your profession, the other service I was watching this morning was the Cherry Valley United Methodist service. I know what you're saying. Wow, Quinn, you're really plugged in to the Rockford metro area church scene. <laughs> Yup. Happy quarantine. Um, But I watched that because I'm trying to keep tabs on Scott Farrell. Just in case he ever asked me to write the sequel to his book. I want to know what's going on. Um, He, this was actually interesting today. So they, so Cherry Valley United Methodist Church live streams their services every weekend and um, you can watch them after the fact, which is 90% of the time what I do. But usually you got they've got Scott Farrell, who's the choir 
director, I think is his title, but there's no choir, so it's it's really exciting. Um, but he's playing the piano and he's singing, which is usually tough to listen to. And I didn't think it, it could get any worse than that. Today, as of an hour ago, when I was watching the stream, he was playing the piano, but he was not in charge of singing. There was another middle-aged white male on the stream who was singing, and it was uh, it was tough to listen to. There seems to be a lack of vocal talent in the Rockford area. Why don't they get some of those boys, the singing boys of Rockford, Conorai, K-A-N-T-O-R-E-I, the singing boys of Rockford. Why don't they get some of those kids to just disperse to all the church congregations and lead them in worship? I would watch that. I would watch whether it, it was real or some sort of parody skit or something, I would watch a a sketch where instead of adults leading a worship service, it was just a whole bunch of like eight-year-olds. Everything else is normal, but you got an eight-year-old giving the sermon, eight-year-olds leading the music. Like, I would sign up for that so fast. Multivitamin time. Anyways, my point here is that when God speaks, he uses a Samson. All right, cuts by Q. Uh, Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter cuts by Q. Look at these locks. You think these are an accident? Mm. If you're just listening and you're not watching the YouTube stream, you are missing out. It's like a young Hugh Grant. Wow. Beautiful. Um, it's like Enter Sandman, but different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, Northwest Indiana, including Lowell, Indiana, where you'll find Papa's Mini Donuts, and the greater Chicagoland area. From beehives to bangs, fauxhawks to flat tops, and everything in between, you have to call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200, or you can email cutsbyq at yahoo.com. Again, that's Cut. It's Q-U-T-Z. By Q at yahoo.com. Oh, sing with us when you need a fresh do. Something snappy and new. Just call the experts at Cuts by Q. Cuts by Q. <sighs> um, man, work is just... I don't talk about work very much um, on this show. But it is a lot right now. Um, I'm scheduled to go back into the office starting one day a week this week, which I will. Uh, I, I could do a full episode on this where Quinn bitches about work. I'm not going to. I just say a couple things that are on my mind. Getting getting sent back into the office. One day a week. And I don't really understand why. When I'm in the office, my office door has to be closed. So I'm literally self-isolating. And our office is labeled as student-facing but work in admissions 
my work starting in about two weeks here is focused on bringing in the class of fall 2021 through recruitment on campus and off campus, except everything on campus and off campus is virtual recruitment now. Man, the hair just keeps coming out. So going into the office one day a week for what purpose TBD? Um, No students are expecting me there. I don't want to talk to any students there. I don't have any students to talk to there. Right, the students that I brought in for fall 2020, they're no longer under my purview. They're taking classes. If they have anything at all, it's student affairs or academic advising, counseling, career services, not admissions. My work with you is done. What I'm really jazzed about is having to get on public transportation an hour each way because... Up by me, you know, you get on a bus or a train, pretty pretty um, low population density. But, man, if we you get down on the red line into Lakeview and Lincoln Park and south into downtown, there's enough people back at work now and enough essential workers who've never not been at work to where there's not going to be social distancing because there's just too many people that have to go to work. So that's exciting. And then to top it all off, you know, DePaul has recently instituted, I don't know why they didn't do this five months ago, but they recently instituted emailing the entire DePaul community when a community member reports a, a, that they have a, a COVID case. And we've already, that, that started, what, five or six days ago? And um, we've already, I think, had three emails about people with COVID. So... I kind of feel like I'm getting sent, not to my death, that's a complete over-exaggeration, and that's not how I feel, but just completely unnecessarily, a couple adverbs for you, um, being sent into an unsafe environment, which is just not great for morale, TBH, and then on top of all that, it's a five-person office, one of my uh one of my coworkers is out on completely unexpected sick leave for like multiple weeks and taking over a lot of her stuff and it's just stressful cuz i don't know how to do some of her stuff including <laughs> managing our new student worker who who more or less starts tomorrow so like training onboarding doing all that virtually something I don't know how to do really now we're doing so that's fun that's the situation where like I feel shitty about it because I want her to have a positive experience and I'm not sure I can deliver that anyways the good news is that my my uh my class I co-teach on Thursday nights starting in about a month here I get to do from my couch Virtually, which is clutch. So there's that. Um, But again, I don't want this to just be the work bitching hour because we've all got our issues. But um, yeah, getting sent back into uh, the office where I'm like 
more or less banned from interacting with other people. I'm just like, so why am I here? That's my big question. Oh, well. Um, last thing. If you were hoping we were going to end this show on a positive note after that, I got bad news for you in more ways than one. Um, I can't believe this is still a, a problem. I can't believe I'm still talking about this. The iPod. The MP3 players. I'm not going to give you the full history. I feel like we talk about it every single week. Let me just tell you the status of this refurbished iPod Nano that I bought online. Got it like, I don't know, a week ago, something like that. I charge it up. I load it with my tunes. And I do that. That's a good start, right? So I start playing, listening to my uh, earbuds. It's all good, great, cool, fun. And uh, I get home. Not even get home. I was home the whole time. But I turn it off. And like two hours later, I'm, I'm getting ready to go out for my walk. And so I grab the iPod. I try to turn it on. Nothing. So I do like the manual restart thing where you on an iPod where you hold down the menu and the circle button for or the center button for five seconds or whatever it is. And uh, it starts up in, please connect to power, no battery. Two hours after I gave it a full charge. So that's really exciting. Went through a whole long conversation with customer service. And they were like, well, you're not doing it right. I was like, no, you don't understand. This thing doesn't work. And they're like, well, it's an old iPod refurbished battery. Like, it's not going to work like new. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. It doesn't work. So now I have to go. Just doing some cleaning here. Um, to the UPS store at some point this week to ship it back to get my refund. And in case you're keeping track at home, my iPod Nano, my green golden boy that I'd had since, like, middle school, died on a run in, like, March, April maybe. Bought an, bought an MP3 player off Amazon that worked for, like, two months. That died. It's sitting right there. Bought another MP3 player. I got, I think, two days out of it before that died. I sent that one back. I got my money back on that. Then I bought this iPod. That doesn't hold a charge. So we are uh, shortly going to be shopping for our our fifth different music device, music listening device of quarantine. So be my fourth one that I'll have bought. It'll when I get it, it'll be the fifth one that I've used, which is just like you you almost might be watching this or listening to this and thinking like, well, you're doing something on purpose just for this story. Nope. I am just getting shit on left and right with every single purchase. It shouldn't be that hard. Right? It is almost impossible to believe. So, got this iPod right here. We're going to have to send it back. So that's exciting. 
Um, that's what I got for you guys. Uh, sorry that ended on such a bummer note, but uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm gonna. I need to turn on this fan. It is getting. I mentioned at the outset it was gonna be a toasty day. It's getting pretty hot. Um, wearing a shirt doesn't help, but I'm gonna go for a walk. Maybe grab a cold brew. No sugar. Thank you. Um, I got one hour before my my favorite new local place closes. So we're gonna get this uploaded. We're gonna put on some deodorant, brush my teeth, go out for a walk, and it'll be toasty, but that's okay. Um. If you have any questions, comments, concerns at any point, email us beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's beantown, podcast at yahoo.com. Uh, we're going to see what we want to do next week. Uh, I'm going to be out um, in uh, away from home with Rachel. It's her birthday on Saturday. Um, and so we're leaving Thursday night and coming back Sunday afternoon. So I got to figure out when I'm going to record. It might be a late session. Or you might you might get like a little Monday morning. I might wake up at like six a.m. kind of action. Um, we'll see what the plan is. Anyways, okay, um, that's what I got for you. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I hope you have a great, safe week wherever you're at, and uh, you know, enjoy your last couple weeks of summer here. Although concept of like summer other than the temperature and weather is kind of out the window this year so all right uh that's what i got take care uh stay safe stay sane let's get some music queued up here and i'll check in on you next week uh thanks for tuning in everyone appreciate it uh like subscribe if you haven't already youtube soundcloud wherever you're listening apple podcasts um maybe we'll make it big you know like one of those minor league players who spends 10 years in the minors before they finally get called up, that could be us, okay? Um, Only seven years to go. That's what I got. Uh, Have a good one. Peace, love, and uh, fight the power. All right, bye.